your socials, the one that cracked me up was you sort of the behind the scenes of getting ready to take an Instagram picture or something on top of your Jeep. You climbing on top of that yeah. Jeep was hilarious. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> it was a struggle. It looked like it, it was, was a bit of a struggle. Well, it was one of those. It's like, you know how social media, everyone paints this like picture perfect thing that this is what content creators and influencers do and look like. It's like, you know what? No, it's actually, can I cuss here for a second? Or uh, no? Absolutely. Yeah. It's a shit show. Like dealing with lighting and technology. No, this shit sucks sometimes. And this is what it looks like. I'm climbing on top of my Jeep. I look ridiculous. And yeah, so I was like, you know what, guys, this is, this is actually what we do. Welcome to Tardux, a podcast about content creators sharing their experiences and advice. And tonight I have a very special guest. I have Spooky Squirrel. Welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah. So, and do you go by Spooky, Victoria, which, you know? Honestly, I'll go by anything other than Vicky. All right. I hate being called Vicky. Have you ever watched Fairly Odd Parents? Yes. You know that song, Icky Vicky? <laughs> okay, say no more. <laughs> Enough said. Enough said. What, is, what, yeah. what did your parents call you? Uh, just Victoria. Okay, all right. Yeah, I didn't have any cute little nicknames or anything. Right. It was just well, Victoria. Or well, we the like annoying the, one. The annoying one? Okay, all right. <laughs> the one that never shuts up. <laughs> it's like my youngest. Just, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. So what we normally do is I start off with three quick questions just to get uh, to get the juices flowing. So we will go with what was your first concert? Um, hmm. Okay. So I've been to a couple country concerts when I was like little, little, but I barely remember them. Okay. So the first concert that I remember was Chevelle okay. and by far one of the best experiences ever it was like in a really small venue mm -hmm. and the crowd was an intense intense audience and i well i feed off that and i loved it it was so much fun awesome all right yeah. favorite movie i mean snow white okay because i love my animal friends and i'm pale as heck so i feel like i can relate <laughs> to her all right <laughs> excellent and what was for supper tonight Oh, what, what did I eat? Oh, I ate a steak. Okay. That's what it was. I ate a steak. <laughs> it's a little bit different than the supper last night. You had a hot dog and whiskey. I was emotional. <laughs> and you know what makes it worse is after I ate that hot dog, I went and got Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, my God. When I am a nervous, emotional eater. So yeah. if anything happens, I just eat. I eat my pain away. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, first of all, congratulations on casting for Evasion yesterday. Yeah, it was quite the experience. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Oh, Evasion and cool. themselves, they're just amazing, amazing people. And they've always treated me like family. And yeah. that's exactly what I go for in, you know, gaming and Twitch, just everything. It was yeah. just that family experience. And it was, I hate to just say amazing, but it truly was. It was oh, so good. much fun. Awesome. That's so fantastic. Yeah. So where does the name Spooky Squirrel come from? <laughs> uh, well, 
my community likes to troll me mm -hmm. and they tease me a lot. So I love, love, love streaming. Um, I get really, really excited. I'm very chaotic and loud and ragey and just, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just happy to be here. Mm -hmm. So I get really just handsy and excited all over the place. But chat would always tell me that I'm like a squirrel. And I'd be on, you know, one story and then I'll hop to another one and just I'm all over the place. So they they call me Spooky Squirrel. So I was like, you know what? That's my gamer name now. I'm taking it. So perfect. All right. Yeah. I, I love your stream. OK. All right. I love your stream. When I first saw it, I, I thought it was almost like a Poison Ivy from Batman <laughs> theme about it. And then watching it a little bit more. OK, it's a goth queen of Tarkov. Well, thank you. That means yeah. a lot. Yeah, it just, I don't know. I just love to be surrounded by plants and it makes me happy and calms the nerves. Because yeah. streaming, it's so weird. It's like, you know, because I've been doing this for almost, well, I think actually, no, I hit my three years not too long ago and I'll still get nervous. It's yeah. so weird. Like you would think that we have this under control. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> I still have my nervous days. So it's like, okay, I need to be surrounding myself with things that Calm me down. Yeah. Remember that, you know, why I do this, why I love it so much. And that really helps. So excellent. That's why it looks the way it does. It looks fantastic. I love the set. Well, thank you. So now I saw some on your socials. The one that cracked me up was you sort of behind the scenes of getting ready to take an Instagram picture or something on top of your Jeep. You climbing on top of yeah. that Jeep was hilarious. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> it was a struggle. It looked like it, it was, was a bit of a struggle. Well, it was one of those. It's like, you know how social media, everyone paints this like picture perfect thing that this is what content creators and influencers do and look like. It's like, you know what? No, it's actually, can I cuss here for a second? Or uh, no? Absolutely. Yeah. It's a shit show. Like dealing with lighting and technology. No, this shit sucks sometimes. And this is what it looks like. I'm climbing on top of my Jeep. I look ridiculous. And yeah, so I was like, you know what, guys? This is this is actually what we do. It's perfect. I loved it. <laughs> and speaking of the Jeep, that's a sweet looking Jeep you got there. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It was actually a really lucky find. Yeah. Because it's... It's the Arctic edition and they've only made like a thousand. They they had like a couple different colors and mm -hmm. the color that mine is, there's only like a thousand made or something. So yeah, it's, mm -hmm. I'm holding on to that thing for dear life. I love that Jeep yep. so much. Excellent. It makes me so happy. <laughs> now you're part of that Jeep family. Do you do the wave when other people in Jeeps drive by? Oh, a hundred percent. And I am one of those. If you don't wave at me, I get a little offended and a little upset. Uh oh. It's like, it's kind of like with Twitch. This is our community. Yeah. Let's all hug each other. We're Jeep owners. Let's just, you know, I just love that family aspect. Yeah. It just, I don't know. I just love it. So now before, you know, everyone saw a spooky squirrel, there was another mm. YouTube channel. You were a fantastic, you have a big channel on YouTube about birds. Yeah. Well, um, my social media journey has been a bit all over the place because actually before it was a parrot YouTube channel, it was a makeup YouTube channel. Well, I saw some of those. <laughs> I wasn't sure if that's as like, you know, I'll let you bring that up if you want to. Uh, I grew up a very, very strict, conservative Christian household mm -hmm. and I wasn't allowed to wear makeup. I wasn't allowed to do anything, you know, cool stuff with my hair. I was not allowed to listen to nine inch nails. Oh, I wasn't God. allowed to do any of that stuff. So when I left, 
I just became like, you know what? I'm going to do everything I've ever dreamed of doing. And I want to try to be a girl. I'm going to try to do makeup stuff. And I'm going to try to record it. And it's just, I've been all over the place. <laughs> so I started out doing makeup. But then, of course, I've always, I love, 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 love animals. And so when I first got my first bird, Yoshi, he would be in my makeup videos and stuff. Mm -hmm. And... It, it started becoming this thing where people were wanting to know more about my bird than the makeup I was doing. I was like, you know what? This, this is no. And I kept doing the makeup thing and Yoshi was still there with me and he's a big goofball anyway. He loves a camera. But uh, there was one day where everyone was like, you know what? Because of your videos, I'm going to get a bird. And I was like, oh gosh, no, no, no. I don't want this to become a thing yeah. because birds it's it's a whole new world. It's not like having a dog or a cat. Yeah. And I don't want to sound like one of those elitists. Well, I have a bird. They're so much harder to take care of. They you you have to basically earn their love and trust. Yeah. So I put out this video. I was like, this is why I got a green cheek and never will again or something. It was a very just like in your face title. Yeah. That video kind of blew up and went viral for me. Well, viral for back then. Yeah. And um, I was like, well, okay, I guess I'm a parrot YouTuber now. So I went to that and it was there for a couple of years. And as much as I loved it and I am forever thankful for that community, the animal community can be quite, toxic especially oh, really? if you have differing opinions oh. on things which i did and yeah. i voice my opinions on things because i have a big mouth so when that happened i was like you know i need to kind of break free from this a little bit and i started exploring other niches yeah and um i actually because i like spooky things i then started a tiktok account with haunted dolls Okay. <laughs> and I actually grew a bigger platform over there than my YouTube channel. Really? Yes. Yes. Because I just say right now your your YouTube channel with the birds is around 27, 28,000 subscribers. So yeah, you, yeah, it grew I did bigger. really well. Yeah. And the doll but, channel is even bigger. Yeah, it it has like I think 130k wow. something. Yeah, but it it again it became it's a little controversial when you're mm -hmm. dealing with paranormal things. Yeah. So it got to the point, I was like, you know, I'm kind of tired of dealing with controversial things mm -hmm. all the time and always having to like take sides and this and this. Like, I just want to have fun. Yeah. So then that Twitch was like my breakaway from that. I was like, you know what? I can just say I play video games. I can make funny clips. I can just have a fun time and yeah. play with my friends. So this is how I ended up here. <laughs> okay. That's, and yeah. wow. Okay. So that's a great. That's a lot. That is a lot. That's a big journey to come over to Twitch. And have mm -hmm. you enjoyed it? I love it. Yeah. I, Twitch is by far my favorite, favorite place because like I said, I'm very just community based. I love mm -hmm. that feeling of a family. And when I come to Twitch, it's like, I get to interact with my Twitch family live right then and there right yeah whereas youtube you know how it is it's a little bit more of a disconnect you're recording mm -hmm. the video you're editing and the only like interaction you really have it was responding to comments yeah now i know they're streaming and stuff over there but um at the time when i did youtube it wasn't but uh or not really a, a big of thing as it is now yeah but at least with twitch it's like oh i get to talk to people like you know right yeah. then and there and build relationships that way 
Oh, excellent. Now, do you stream full time? Uh, it's kind of weird. I don't know what people describe as like full time. Yeah. Because I stream three nights a week. Yeah. But when I'm not streaming, of course, I'm putting content, you know, everywhere else. Mm -hmm. I'm networking. I'm doing the, you know, the streamer thing. Yeah. So I guess full time content creator. That's, is what you're yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a better description because people don't realize how much work goes in after you hit stop, you know, stop going live. All of the social stuff, the editing mm -hmm. of clips and things like that. Oh, 100%. And just the mental strength you got to have to be able to do it. And I don't want to sound like one of those like, oh my gosh, my life is so difficult. But streaming is a lot more than what you would think it is. Yeah. But it's still the most rewarding job I've ever had. Like, I oh, put so good. much more work into what I do now compared to any other job I've ever had. Yeah. But it's the most rewarding in my yeah. opinion. And that's what I hear from a lot of the other people who do this is like, yeah, there's so much, so much work, you know, 60, 70 hours a week, but they mm -hmm. love it. It doesn't seem oh, like yeah. work to them. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, yeah, we put way more time and most of the time make a whole lot less, but yeah. it's it, when it's your passion and it's something you love to do every day. It, yeah. Yeah. We have our days to where we, you know, want to quit or just, mm -hmm run our head through the drywall. But other than that, for the most part, we love it. Oh, good. Now, that first time you went live, do you remember your first sub? Yes. Oh. And okay. I about had a heart attack. And oh, what's no. funny, it, it's actually um, one of my mods. Yep. He's still been with me for three years, and he's, oh, wow. like, one of my best friends. Yeah. That, yeah, that's the same thing I hear from a lot of other people. Their first subs are people who are still their mods. Uh, I had Markstrom on a few weeks ago or a couple of months ago, and his first subs mods were people, you know, in his wedding party, you know, multiple oh. years later. So it's yeah. So it is it's truly a, a you know, a great community and family you end up building in, in your channel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You end up making friendships that I mean, it could last a lifetime and it's it's a beautiful thing. It's so yeah. weird because you wouldn't think like these people are hundreds of miles away from you. Mm -hmm. How are you going to be best friends with them? But it, yeah. it's a thing and it's just it's so cool. <laughs> it is because you spend so much time online as like yeah. the your, your IRL friends. You're closer to people you're streaming with than you are in IRL. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah, because I don't socialize much outside streaming. I don't have time. This yeah. takes so much time. I just got to touch grass over the weekend, and I thought it was the greatest <laughs> thing ever. So, yeah, Excellent. you don't have time to socialize. Now, how did you find your other mods, people who were just in your channel over a period of time and went that path? Pretty much. Yeah. And um, I am – I would describe myself as a Twitch floater before I found Tarkov. Yeah. Because – like, I've tried so many different games, and, you know, I was in the mindset, oh, variety, that's what I'm going to do. Right. But it was very difficult, well, trying to grow in variety is difficult in as it is, but also it didn't really feel, I was kind of missing that family aspect again. Yeah. It was, yeah, I would meet some people along the way, but it just, I don't know, I was just missing the community aspect, and before I found Tarkov, and then when I found... This game in this community, I was like, yes, this is where I belong. I feel like I'm at home. This is amazing. Yep. I'm never leaving. <laughs> <laughs> so what are some of the toughest things about being a streamer or a content creator? Um, <laughs> at first, it was the hate comments. Yeah. And um, especially 
the ones that would hurt me the most and i believe people usually call them what is it the slow burn trolls or something like that yeah. like there's a name for it it would be those people it'd be the people that you know like get really close to you become your friend yeah. and then just unleash hate really what the heck i thought we were oh yeah they're bad you ever, you ever dealt with them no i i have oh. not i just i saw your you know, your you did a video on your bird channel about the hate you know the what was it the mean people life advice channel and i was going to ask you about you know you have that and then you know when you came to tarkov i'd like you know i have we've had or most you're the first you know girl popping on the tardox podcast so you've got that you know honor oh, yes yes oh my gosh well thank you you're welcome <laughs> so all of the other guys have been on we've talked about how great of a community we have and how the Ladies of Tarkov just kick ass and are just fantastic. And I was, we all, t we all like to believe that, you know, it's good. You know, most people are, you know, you're going to have assholes wherever you're in life, but you know, mm -hmm. now to hear your experience on coming into and having to deal with these, you know, so it is, they are there. Mm -hmm. Well, and I had the worst issue with that with, uh, it's like certain categories on Twitch because yeah. for the most part, Tarkov, I haven't had too many trolls come in for the most Good. part. And it's weird. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll have this. Some people come in. Oh, you're so fat and ugly. Okay, cool. <laughs> you really got me. I'm going to stop streaming now and go yeah. on the treadmill. Thanks. But it's just on, oh, like on just chatting was one of the worst. Oh, really? Like, oh, because people would just come in and just be just downright hateful or oh they'd God. be, you know, pretend to be buddy buddy with you. And then yeah. the next dream that you're on, it's wow, you look hideous today. Oh, my God. Heck. Yeah. But Tarkov, I haven't had that oh uh, much issues with. And I think it's because there's more of a mature audience yeah. with this game in the community. And I think that helps a ton. OK. All right. Yeah. But that's wow. just my personal experience. Yeah. So now some of the other streamers and content creators, they say they have certain days of the week where chat is crazy. Like, you know, mm -hmm. like uh, Markstrom has, you know, Fuckboy Friday, which basically, you know, they just go nuts. I remember uh, Deadly's brother, who's a mod, said, you know, Tuesdays, for whatever reason, are just, you know, like a full moon every Tuesday. Have you noticed that or is your chat just, you know, always... Uh, for the most part, and this is something that I've had to, like, kind of train myself as a streamer yeah. to do because yes analytically i do have slow days and i have you know a certain day of the week that does better than just the rest of them yeah but thankfully the people that i've surrounded myself with and the community that you know i've built they're very hype people yeah. so we just feed off each other so there's been times i'll look back at my analytics because i tried to keep my viewer count off mm -hmm. just for my own mental but yeah. uh i'll look at my analytics and i'll be like what what my average was only this my like stream was popping but it just i think it's because when you find the right people yeah you don't even pay attention to that stuff and then yeah. of course you know streamer wise because i'm trying to grow and stuff of course i'm looking at my analytics afterwards mm -hmm. but it's sometimes it's a shock it's like what <laughs> Yeah. But I think it's just you surround yourself with good people. Yeah. That helps. Yeah. That's, that's one of the toughest things I've heard from everybody is like, you know, to not look at the numbers is so hard because that's mm -hmm. just, you know, people like, I'm not, a, I'm not streaming right now. I need to be streaming. I'm missing opportunities and things like that. And that's some of the toughest things to, to deal with. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And especially with the weather warming up. 
Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of us have noticed, you know, decline like in viewers and yeah. subs and everything. And it's tough. And it's very, very difficult to not take it personal yeah. because, well, and in the situation that I am in, you know, I've been growing, you know, at a pretty decent rate. Mm -hmm. And then when, which every streamer guesses at some point, when you start noticing a plateau, it's yeah. like, oh no, the world hates me. I'm the world's worst streamer. <laughs> like you, you start attacking yourself and that's so just not good, not yeah. good. So you got to find ways to get yourself out of that funk. Don't sit in it Yeah, and don't absolutely. let it define you. Nope. It happens. Definitely. Oh. <laughs> so now gaming. So mm -hmm. where what did you when did you start gaming? It's very weird okay. because I mean I've played video games my whole life, but it's was very like I'm obsessed with Pokemon. Yeah. And games like Pikmin, Super Smash Brothers, like all the Mario games. Yeah. Because growing up, there were certain games I was not allowed to play. Uh -huh. uh, I remember, do you remember the GameCube, uh, the Tony Hawk games? Yeah. Because I was like such a tomboy. And I was like, <laughs> I really want that skateboarding game. And I was finally like, I was allowed to have that one. But like starting it out and you know turning it on for the first time yeah i had to turn off the blood setting like oh it was my God. very very strict very very strict so tony hawk was risque for you yeah. know my age and how i grew up yeah so i remember when i was in college i had uh, a couple friends they had an apartment and everything and i thought that was just so cool like oh my gosh we're growing up this, my friends have apartments <laughs> and after class they invited me over one day and was like hey you want to like eat and play some video games. I was like, you had me at snacks, let's go. So I was sitting there eating nachos and my friend was playing Skyrim. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the heck is this? And he was like, you've never played Skyrim? I was like, no. I was so obsessed with Skyrim. It was bad. Oh no. <laughs> it was like every time, like after class, I'd be texting my friend like, hey, snacks in Skyrim. And it, it became a thing. And I just, I don't know, I got obsessed with video games even more after that yeah. of course the call of duty games mm -hmm. ghost is the best one fyi um <laughs> and apex stuff like that i'm just like all over the place it wasn't until tarkov that I, i've never had a game that has kept my attention for so long like this yeah. game now how did you find it like everybody's <laughs> path to tarkov is a little bit different some people come from PUBG and and some people come from call of duty how did you get wind of tarkov well, like I was saying earlier, I was a bit of a Twitch floater. Mm -hmm. It was like, I, I knew that I wanted to do Twitch. I knew yep. I wanted to stream, but I didn't know where my place was in the yep. streaming community, like what my thing was. So I tried different games, different communities, and I would get kind of tired of the game. I didn't really feel like I had that like close family, you know, community feeling uh, or anything like that. There wasn't a game that kept me hyped for long periods of time. So after that, I got I, I got annoyed with not being able to find my gaming community. So I did a lot of just chatting. Yeah. And literally, like, I had no plan, no topics <laughs> at hand. I would just sit there. I was like, yo, guys, how was your day? And we would just oh talk God. for, like, four hours. And there was one stream in particular. We were in just chatting. And I was venting. I vent a lot. I have a lot of pinned up emotions. I think I need like a therapist or something. I don't know. <laughs> but one of my viewers was like, what game are you going to play next? Vic? I was like, and then it started my rant. And I was like, you know, I don't know where I belong. 
and I just want I just want a family here. I don't know where to go, <laughs> and I just want female friends. I just want to find a group of girls that I just I love. Yeah. And he stopped, and he was like, "Have you thought about Tarkov?" And I was like, I, I've heard of the game and mm -hmm. I had some friends in the community that talked about it, but I never really checked it out or anything. Yeah. And I was like, Tarkov, why? And he was like, well, Tarkov actually has one of the, you know, the most tight knit communities and especially females. He was like, the females over there really support each other. And I was like, this exists? Are they just like a <laughs> bunch of unicorns over there? What? Because as much as I, I love women don't mm -hmm. we love women but it's so difficult to sometimes find girls that you click with mm -hmm. because it is a very i mean we're on twitch so that's already competitive yeah. but girls can oftentimes be very just cutthroat and competitive with one yeah. another so i i just i don't i don't like that drama i just want to like find some like other weirdo women like myself and we just like drink whiskey and just like shoot guns and shit <laughs> so i was like all right i'll try tarkov whatever i watched some videos and i was like i don't know i'm a little too chaotic for this like it seemed very slow mm -hmm. every video i was watching i was like what are they doing this is so slow and he was like, give it a chance. And he actually bought the standard game for me. He was like, give yep. it a try. And I was like, mm -hmm. I didn't even agree to this. What the <laughs> heck? <laughs> so I actually, I started streaming it, trying it out. And one of the first streamers that ever reached out to me and kind of took me under her wing and mm -hmm. like, hey, you want to play some games? Was a female Tarkov player a, yep. and a streamer. And I was shocked. I was like, who are you? Like, are, are you sure you're female? Like, are you, you want to play with me? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'll show you like how to play. And we've been best friends ever since. Like she's yeah. one of the closest people in the community that I talk to. I'm open with and I vent to like, she's amazing, which is rain, uh, rain cloud puffs, by the way. I don't know if you know her, but she's nope. an amazing human. So we'll have to check her out. Yes. She's, she's amazing. She has been one of the most uplifting, supportive female Tarkov streamers yeah. that I've met so far. Oh, wow. So I love her. <laughs> so now, was it, you know, the learning curve is steep. How, you know, did you come close a few times? Like, I can't do this. And want to switch to a different game? Or you just, you felt the community is like, I can, you know, I can plow through this. Well... I rage a lot in games, so I'm sure there's some clips that you'll find of me yelling at the screen saying, I hate this effing game, I'm never coming back. <laughs> but I always do. Yeah. I just needed to get all that anger and, you know, frustration out. But I always came back. I was like, you know what? I'll try this again. Because I'm so competitive and stubborn. I'm mm -hmm. like, no, this will not get the best of me. So it's kept me coming back, I think, mainly just for stubbornness. Yeah. <laughs> No, this game's video game crack. It has ruined this game. Ruined all games for me. Yeah. Oh, it's adrenaline. It's crazy. Yeah. But I love it. Yeah, Best were, game out there. It, it really is. Absolutely. And you were talking about how, you know, the, your, your videos you're watching, everybody's so slow and whatnot. I actually was, had another guest on earlier this week. He's a special forces guy. And he was talking about how he likes Tarkov, the slow style play, because it's realistic to what he does. Basically, he goes, when we move, we actually move slow. We can't go faster than uh, than the kill box that we're aiming for. The kill box is basically your head and your heart. If they move faster than that, they're not going to be able to hit those targets. And it was, just, it was like, wow, OK, crazy conversation with him. I bet. Is that on your channel? That's going to be coming up next week. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll have to watch so, that one. Yeah. So now you talked about uh, shooting guns, drinking whiskey. Do you get to shoot some guns in real life too, or just in? I do. Oh, I nice. have a three hundred blackout. That's my favorite gun, and I love yeah. it. And I shoot um, a seventeen HMR with iron sights a lot. Yeah. And uh, I think that's why it carried over because people like to give me crap in my chat about because uh, the gun that I run in mm -hmm. game is just a plain AKM, like okay. just iron sights. Yeah. And it's what I do IRL. Like, I don't really care for scopes IRL. I mean, they're cool, I guess, like yeah. for a little bit. I have one on my 300 blackout. But other than that, I like iron sights. It just feels like I can see more. It just feels, I like that ruggedness. I mean, I'm from West Virginia, so we're all a little rugged. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's great. And another thing that like before Tarkov, when I was in just chatting and stuff, there are certain topics that you kind of have to be careful talking about, yeah. as you could probably imagine. And guns is a bit uh, controversial, so I would avoid talking about it. Mm -hmm. But then that was another reason when I came to Tarkov, it's like, wow, I could talk about drinking whiskey and, you know, I could talk about guns. Obviously, both not at the same time in the same, <laughs> you know what I mean. Doing but, them <laughs> at the same time is a bad combination. Go. Yes. <laughs> But I can talk about it like I could be me. And that mm -hmm. was my biggest thing, probably the most with this community is that for the most part, everyone's been very, very kind and welcoming. But also I can be Victoria and not yeah. have to hold anything back. You know, I can yeah. rage and yell at the game and say that this whole freaking game is just stupid and I hate it and I'm never coming back. And people in chat would be like, ah, yeah, you will. It's Tarkov. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> everyone just gets it. <laughs> All right, so we got to get you. I don't know if you saw the tweet from Clean earlier in the week or last week, where he wants to get a bunch of streamers down to Texas and do some shooting in, in real life with some of the guns that are in Tarkov and load up with gear and whatnot. We got to get you down there. Oh, 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 really? Oh yeah, we would. I, yeah, we gotta, we've gotta push him to do that. I. How awesome would, would that be? Oh. I mean, I love clean, but like I would whip his ass. Like I, 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 I listen. I, don't judge my my in game shooting abilities. Wait till you see me IRL. Just saying. All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna flex a little bit. All right, clean. <laughs> Gauntlet's been thrown down. You got to bring uh, Victoria down and and you know do some shooting. I mean, if you're scared, I understand why you wouldn't. But just saying. All right. This is gonna be a great tweet. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what's the block me block and report <laughs> <laughs> so what's your favorite map in the game you're gonna bring up some controversial stuff uh -oh. my guy woods oh okay i mean well i'm i'm west virginia it's that's in my blood. yeah that's so, a very valid point uh, I love Woods. Uh, it was one of the first maps that I learned. And mainly it was because when I would watch Tarkov YouTube mm -hmm. videos, there were so many people hating on Woods. And that made me mad. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to learn this map and show everyone that it's fun. Yeah. I haven't really convinced a whole lot of people yet, but I'm working <laughs> on it. But yeah. it's a really, really fun map. I will say probably the easiest as a beginner interchange. And yeah. I still love that map. But my favorite to run would be Woods. Yeah, yeah. And Woods was... the boss is kind of hot, so. <laughs> Over, um, oh God, Tagila. You'll take Sturman. I love my emo country boys. Okay. 
I mean, Tequila, he's, he, I mean, he's Tequila, but <laughs> Sherman, he's, the, he's that, like, mysterious woodsy boy. Like, yeah. is he going to kill me? Is he, is he, like, what? what's he going to do? Is he a vampire? What is this man? Like, he's just <laughs> emo country boy. I like it. All right. <laughs> yeah, Woods was my favorite map until they added that expansion. I just, you know, that whole upper part is just so, it was so tough to, you know, to get used to. I've heard so many people say that, but of course I didn't, I, I'm new. This is my first yep. wipe, so I didn't see the old woods. But I've yeah. heard so many people actually say that exact same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Now, so this is your first wipe? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. What's yeah. quests, what quest has been uh, the most troublesome for you? Or do you do quests, or do you just really just run around and, you know, shoot people? In the beginning, I was really going hardcore with the task yeah. because I was like, oh, I'm going to hit Kappa, my first wipe. Still trying, but I don't know if it's really going to happen. Yeah. But the task that was giving me the most trouble was the, was Shooter Born in Heaven. Mm-hmm. I think it's the exact title, but yeah, that one was a little tough, especially yeah. now. I'm having a, a little bit of harder time with it. So as of right now, I'm just kind of focusing on PvP and just learning the game more, that kind of thing. Yeah. and. Figuring out my play style, too. Yeah. Like, am I a W keyer? Am I a little bit more of a rat? What am I? So. Yeah. Ah. And they just adapt, basically, is, is what you do based yeah. on what, you know, where what level you are at and everything like that. But, um, uh, oh, I just lost. Oh, Shooterborn. Which map are you chasing to try to get uh, complete? Mainly customs. Yeah, I'm on that. That's the only one holding me back right now is those three kills oh, on customs. One? Yep. It's did woods tough. last week with uh, three kill. I got three of my shooter borns on woods in the same raid. It was, uh, yeah, it was a good one. <laughs> See, you're yeah. meant to be a woodsman. There we go. Deadly's a woodsman. That's his favorite map. Oh, he was actually, I think, if he wasn't the very first, he was one of the first Tarkov streamers that I was watching. Yeah. Uh, him and Nixia. I was yep. watching them. And I saw Deadly run, or is that the, it's not the only map he runs, is there? Is no, it, he'll run other ones. At least but the Deadly, main one. Yeah. But yeah, I watched him a lot on Woods. I'm like, yes, I like this man. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you, so I'm assuming you roll mainly with uh, other people rather than solo. You prefer that in Tarkov? Well, and this is what's so mind-blowing with the Tarkov community um i went through a little period where i wanted to be a solo player yeah because since i was so new to the game it was very difficult at times to play with super experienced players because they're zooming around and they're mm -hmm. doing you know their own things sometimes when you're a veteran it's hard to be like oh wait no they don't have max stam or oh wait no this person doesn't know these call outs or yes it's kind of hard and i don't blame them and i hated asking like hey yeah. can you slow down i don't know what the heck i'm doing so i was like you know what i'm gonna be a solo player i'm gonna learn at my own pace and I did that for a little bit, but then out of nowhere, people in the Tarkov community was like, hey, you want to run with us? Yeah. And I was like, well, gosh dang, friends. Okay, I want friends. And I've just been kind of like in that. I, I play with so many people now, and yeah. it's just, it's so much fun when you have friends to play with. Yeah. But on the same token, it's like, I don't want to have um, my Chad friends be a crutch for me. Mm -hmm. You know, like yeah. I I've been so confident with them now mm -hmm. to where I'm afraid if I switch to solo, 
I, I don't know if I'm going to be confident enough now because yeah. even though you have great friends and they know what they're doing, you still got to be a confident player yourself. You can't just always rely on everyone else. Right. So I'm going to have to make more time at least off stream if yeah. I want to do some solo runs. But as far as like, I love playing with people on stream. It's so much fun. Yeah, one thing I've noticed, like when I play with different people, it is everybody has that different style and you're trying to adapt to that. Like, and you call you said call outs, call outs are tough too. You know, the mm -hmm. last thing you want to do is play with somebody new and all of a sudden you, you know, you team kill them. It's like, oh God, then, you know, this yeah. game is the most punishing for when you, you know, when you do that. And it's so weird because it's the most punishing, but on the same side, it could be the most rewarding. Oh yeah. It was so yeah. weird. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It's wild that way. Um, Casting, how did you get involved in Evasion? Well, I've always loved Evasion. Mm -hmm. And since the very beginning, when I first found out who Evasion was, because I found Evasion, I think it was because of Nixia, because she's she's on Evasion. Yeah. Uh, her and Berkey, and then, of course, through them, I found Sigma, which, you know, yeah. owns Evasion. Yeah. So when watching them, I was like, I want to be like them. Like, they kick ass. They do. And yep. I was like, I want to be that girl. <laughs> so I was like, I want to be a part of Evasion. I want to I do this. Like, this is so cool. And when I learned about how Evasion got started, who mm -hmm. started it, how yeah. it became what it is now, and it's continuing to mm -hmm. become even more of a thing, I was like, I want to be a part of this. Like, this is such a family-oriented, just lovingly uplifting. This is a Tarkov family. Yep, absolutely. Which is exactly what I've been looking for my whole entire Twitch career. So now that when I found them, I was like, yep, I already know. I want to be a part of this. So when the casting thing came up for that opportunity to apply, I was yeah. like, you know, my end goal, I want to be an evasion team member. I want to be a part of tournaments. Yeah. But my first wipe and everything, it's just, it's not going to happen just yeah. yet. And I'm going to have to put a lot more time and get more experience and, you know, learn from the um, evasion players and just, yeah. you know, just learn things uh, before I could do that. But I was like, you know, this could at least get my foot in the door, learn yeah. more about evasion, see if this is truly, truly, because sometimes my heart is bigger than my brain. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I get excited <laughs> and I'm like, yes, 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 I want to do this. But maybe I need to, you know, be a part of it for a while, learn yeah. about them, see if this is truly a good fit for both of us, not mm -hmm. just them, not just me, both of us. Yeah. And when it happened, I talked to Sigma, uh, Sigma's husband a little bit and um, Spectre and a couple other of or a couple other of them yeah you know what i'm meaning i got so, you <laughs> i talked to them and uh they were just they were the most uplifting it, it not to sound just you know it was going in circles with this but they are such a family yeah because i told them exactly how i feel about things and blah 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 blah, blah but they were very blunt with me but mm -hmm. in the most lovingly family type way because even after my first casting, they're like, all right, this is what you did good. This, 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 and this, but let's work on this. Here's some constructive criticism. They didn't put me down. Yeah. They didn't tell me, like, eh, not a good fit. Bye-bye, report block, unfollowed, yeah. you're a piece of crap. It wasn't anything like that. It was like, we still want you to be a part of this. Mainly because they, they saw, you know, I was passionate about the game and the community. Yeah. They wanted a fresh perspective since I am so new. Mm -hmm. And uh, I hope that I, I've proven that I want to be around 
from Tarkov and not just leave. So yeah. I think I showed that. And so it was just a mixture of all of that. And I just wanted to be a part of Tarkov family yeah. and make it more positive because, gosh, it can be so toxic on Twitter sometimes. It can. So it's like, you know what? I'm tired of this toxicity other than, you know, the little banter that I have with Shoreline Mains. I got to leave it a little bit of spice in the family. So... <laughs> Between that, I just wanted to be positive. I just want to like uplift the community and just be a part of it. And I think they saw that and they continued to uplift me, gave me constructive criticism. Mm -hmm. And but at the same time, like you did good, Victoria. It's all going to be okay. <laughs> Which <laughs> now, made me love them so much more. They are great people. I've, you know, yeah. we had Sigma on, we had a hol my other podcast, we had a holiday podcast with Sigma, Geeks, Deadly, One Peg all came on. It was just. It was so great. Uh, you know, they were all sort of old friends getting together and just having a, a chat. And Sigma shared with us her story about how, you know, coming from Vegas out to, you know, the East Coast and starting things up. And, yeah, she's just a fantastic lady. It's very inspiring. Yeah, absolutely. So now, And how it did just you... shows that you can build something from nothing. And oh, yeah. just Yep. Yeah, and, yeah, cool. like you said, everybody's a family over there. Garlem and Bunny. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it's just it's, it's a great community. Yeah. So now, how did you practice before, oh, for, for, the the, for the casting? Yeah, it's kind of corny, but I would, I would bring up some of my friends' streams, mm -hmm. and I would sit here in my streaming room, and I would try to commentate it. Yeah, like okay, so and so is doing this right now. Oh, they're going around the corner. Blah 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 blah. Uh, I still have a lot to work on, but I think doing that helped yeah. a lot and kind of introduced me a little bit to casting because I've been a part of like kind of co-hosting things, but yeah. I've never casted. Mm -hmm. So that's, it's a whole different world. And from an outsider's perspective, just watching, you would think like, oh yeah, this, this has got to be easy. All you got to do is just, you know, tell everyone what's going on. Nope. It's tough. Yeah, it is tough. And it was definitely an eye opener. But and and I knew going into this because I found out a couple days ago that there was a spot open for the one that I did, which was yesterday. Yeah. And um, Hotel Bravo and I think it was Garlem and uh, I think it was Spectre. A couple of them was like, "Hey, if you're not ready for this, it's fine. You know, just do it when you're ready." Yeah. And I just kind of sat there and was trying to think about this, like, "Well, if I fuck it up, it happens." And I was just like. <laughs> Might as well do it now because yeah. you can't just sit around and wait for the perfect time to do something because it's never going to happen. You're going yeah. to talk yourself out of it. You're going to give yourself a reason why you shouldn't do it. Yeah, it may be a total shit show, but, you know, I've learned the most from failing, and I have yeah. failed countless times. And I know where I failed from yesterday. I know yeah. what I did wrong. I know what I did right. And I'm going to learn from it and get better. And that's Absolutely. all you've got to do. you just got to yeah. learn and get better at it. Excellent. Well, what, the way you described how you practice is no different than I did some projects for WWE years ago where we send up, you know, their sort of minor league of wrestling. And they had a facility set up down in Orlando where the, you know, the next up and coming crop of wrestlers. Also, part of that are the commentators. So they basically sit the commentators who want you're trying to be that, you know, play by play in front of a screen and just play back old matches. And that's how they practice. So what you did is no different than what the other people did. Watching oh, okay. clips well, yeah. That's nice little validation that I wasn't doing something completely stupid. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> something I wanted to hit back on was you said you started a few years ago when COVID hit. 
that, you know, how was that whole experience? Because everybody was locked down. So you really, you know, that was a great opportunity to jump into it. Well, you know, what's kind of sad is that I didn't really notice much of a change when COVID happened. I was such a hermit. I was like, I, I, everyone's talking about like, man, I can't go out and do this. And man, I can't do like, dude, the only thing I notice is I can't go to concerts. That's yeah. about it. Everything else. I'm like, I'm just going to go in the woods and like hang out with my animal friends. I may climb a tree or two. Like, that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm such a homebody, I guess. So I guess it's part of the reason why when I'm streaming, I'm streaming. I'm just like all over the place, super yeah. hyped and just chaotic because I don't socialize. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, your animal friends. So what animals do you have? Do you have, so you, I'm assuming you have your parrots or multiple mm -hmm. birds. What else yes. is it? What else is in the family? I have a couple cats. I have my dog that I almost let in here tonight with this, but I didn't want to run you off because she's a demon child. But mm -hmm. um, she's a little pug. Her name is Tater, and I love her to death. <laughs> she's a great dog, but she's she's a heathen. Um, but other than that, I'm getting a snake soon, oh. so I'm really really excited about that. Have you had one before? Yeah, we had a Dumeril's boa. And it was a really, really cool snake. I liked him, but I don't, I, I don't know with, uh, it's difficult when you have parrots mm -hmm. and cats to have such a big snake. So, uh, I'm going to get a smaller one this time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, cats and birds, I just can't imagine they're a, you know, a great combo to I have. I have to separate them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my birds have their own room that you know i keep the door shut and everything and then the cats wander around the house and then when i want to take the birds out and have them you know out throughout the house i have to put the cats up it's quite an ordeal but yeah i love them so i'll make it work okay so now when it comes to other content creators who do you you know who do you watch who do y'all who have you uh enjoyed you know finding and discovering well, of course, I have to say Sigma because, I mean, she's a boss-ass bitch, yeah. and I love her. And uh, she's basically what I eventually want to grow up. Like, whenever I see Sigma, it's like, I want to grow up and be like her because, you know, she owns businesses. She's running Evasion. She's still streaming. She yeah. has a family. Like, she's got a lot going on. So with someone with that type of work ethic but still so involved with in such a tight-knit community i want yeah. that i want to be just like that uh i love watching nixia and bearkey because they're nuts with their <laughs> gameplay yeah one genji too when i was watching genji during um the evasion tournament i'm like yeah. oh my god um that i want to do that too um i love watching deadly slob of course pasley everyone loves pasley yeah um of course rain cloud puffs i love that human being like there's just so many <laughs> yeah um those are probably the ones that I watch the most. Mm -hmm. I watch Arson, um, Jay. Gosh, there's so many. I used to watch the Yoinks. He's such a great guy. I keep waiting for like Twitter to just harass the Yoinks to come back to streaming. Yeah. Endra, I love Endra. She's super fun to watch. And she has like such a beautiful voice. Like there's just so many. I could just go on and on about Tarkov community because I love them. Yeah, anyone, fly anyone flying under the radar that you uh, people should uh, take a look at? Honestly, the one that caught me the most, like, what? Um, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but he was in the tournament yesterday uh, that I was casting, and it, his name is, is it Spectre? 
No, not Spectre. Shoot, that's Evasion Man. Is what is his name? Hold on, I will All find right. him for you. No because is, is it like Snipes? What was his name? Snipes. But it's S Z N I P E X. Okay. It, 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 yeah, but he played amazing yeah. yesterday. And when I was watching him, I'm like, who is this guy? I've never heard of him before. Mm-hmm. He played like he kicked ass. Oh, and, and he was very aggressive, but it was a very strategic, smart, like big brain moves. He wasn't yeah. just W keying. Not that that's a bad thing. Right. But W keying or anything like that, he would, whenever he saw someone, he would aggressively push, but still, you know, be very, very. I don't know what the word, like, just very good strategic-wise and movement. Like, you could tell he knows what he's doing in the game, yeah. and that was very admirable. Okay, very cool. Yeah, he definitely deserves a look-see. Yeah, people should check awesome. him out. Mm-hmm, 100%. All right, fantastic. Uh, who do you run with mainly? Like, if you have your, you know, if everybody's free, you know, ready to go tomorrow night, who's the uh, the foursome or threesome you're rolling with? Definitely Rain Cloud Puffs. Yeah. Love her. Critical Jess, because her sense of humor and my sense of humor and our energy level, we just, like, it's it's hilarious. It's fun to watch. Uh, me, Rain, Critical Jess, and let's see, who else that I've been having a lot of fun with lately? Melly Belly. I don't know if you know Melly Belly, mm-hmm. but she's a lot of fun. Um, who would be another? Who would be the fourth? Because I just run with so many different people now. Yeah. Probably Jam, if you know King Jam. Okay. But those those are four right yeah. there that I'm like, ooh, I need someone to play with, and I could probably hit any of them up, and they'd be like, ooh, I'm down. All right. So now the wish list out of anybody in the Tarkov community, you're going to run a four-person with. Who is the other three people you roll? You would love to cool. roll with? Nixia, Berkey, Sigma, and probably amethyst okay Ames. i want to run with her sometime full kick-ass female squad of tarkov yeah taking names what kind of stinks though they're all amazing players and i'm still timmy status so i know i got a long ways to go i have to do a lot of practicing to at least like get up to where that level to where they don't have to you know carry me in their little backpacks but that's the dream squad for me just a bunch of badass ladies just running tarkov together i think it'd be a blast awesome all right so you hit the stop streaming button what happened you know what's your life like after that what are some of the things you like to do Honestly, I'm just all over the place. I love everything. You know, when you grow up so sheltered and your life is just picked out and defined for you, when you leave that, it's like, man, I want to do everything. Like, I like to snowboard. I like rock climbing. I like going mudding. I like archery. I like shooting guns. I like cooking. I like just going in the woods, sitting in there and just crying. I like Uh. just eating. I just love doing everything. Like, I I know that sounds so dumb. Like, oh, pick two things. But no, I just, I'm down for whatever. Yeah. Okay. So now in West Virginia, do you guys got any good, you know, good mountains for snowboarding? Oh, yeah. 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 Snowshoe. I don't know if you've ever heard. Where are you from? I'm up in if Connecticut. You oh, oh. So where? Listen, I'm a Twitch streamer. I don't need to know geography anymore. But where's Connecticut? <laughs> it is north of New York, south of Massachusetts, Ooh. right next to Rhode Island, New England. Oh, OK, OK. But originally okay, I'm so from probably... Canada, eastern Canada. 
Oh, shoot. Okay, so you're a poutine person. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, we do like it up there, yes. <laughs> but yeah, they, we have Snowshoe, we have Canaan Valley. Those are the two that I'd go to the most. Yeah. Actually, have you ever been to Vermont? Oh, yes. Have you heard of Killington? Yep, Killington's a big that, one. That, my favorite place to snowboard. Now, cold I've got as a, heck, but. it is cold as heck, but I would go a little bit further south. There's a great mountain called Magic Mountain. It has an old school vibe. It is like just so chill and laid back. All of the runs are like, you know, the um, uh, the wizard. Everything's all, you know, named, you know, has some oh. ties to magic. And it is just, yeah, it's, it's a fantastic place. If you ever get up there, I'd highly recommend that one. Yeah, I'll have to look that one up. I've never yeah. heard of it. Wait, yeah. do you snowboard or ski or I both? I do both. I've started out skiing, went to snowboarding, came back, and now I've been skiing for, yeah, so I've, I've been on ski since oh, I was wow. five, so yeah. Oh, shoot. Okay. I, I tried old. skiing once and never again. Really? <laughs> I couldn't make it down the bunny slope. I almost hit a tree, so I was like, you know what? Snowboard it is. <laughs> yeah. Now, did you skateboard too? I tried it. Um it didn't really go too well, no. but I did try it. Snowboarding, <laughs> for some reason, I feel so much more confident, and I don't know. I guess because I feel like the snow is going to hug me and take care of me, whereas the concrete's not very forgiving. I don't know. That's very true. But, yeah. Could not get the whole, what was it, pizza, french fries <laughs> French fries analogy. and pizza, yeah. No. no. I, I, it, my brain was like, nope, this isn't going to be our thing, Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> So what else do you do off stream that you like to do? Honestly, I know that's not like super thrilling or anything, but I just like taking walks in the woods. Yeah. I love just being a part of nature. It's just so healing and I just love it. It's so, it's the one place I feel like I can sit there mm -hmm. and disconnect. Yeah. Like it's oh, as much as I love social media, as much as I love streaming, we have to separate ourselves from it. Leave the phone inside yep. and just go out there and just sit and just listen to animals, listen to the wind, listen to the trees. Stop thinking about, oh, I need to post this on Twitter. Or, oh, I need to stream tonight because there's not very many streamers on, so I need to do it tonight. Like, yeah. it just, ugh. So, yeah, that's probably the one thing that's kept me the most sane through yeah. social media other than family and stuff of course yeah. but the woods it's yeah. oh, Same so up here. relaxing we go up to new hampshire a lot for hiking we, we try to do there's a whole bunch of four thousand foot uh peaks so you know the, the concept is you go bag a peak go climb one of the four thousand footers and you don't need mountain you know climbing gear or anything like that but it's just a good you know four to six hour hike Oh, shoot. Okay, yeah. so then you get it. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because I always feel like, oh, this is kind of weird. Just sit in the woods, but you get it. Okay. Yeah. It's nope. so relaxing. It is. Listening to the stream or birds mm. or, you know, it is. Absolutely. And getting away. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Cool. Well, you made it through a podcast. Oh, that's it? That's it. That, you know, we could go on and talk more, but, you know, that's... You know, Saturday night, if I'm figuring you got, you know, you got some stuff to do. I was just going to eat pizza or something, but you're not, yeah. You're not, I mean... you're not going to do like a, a club or a, a rave like the younger people do? Well, sir, I'm in West Virginia. <laughs> Those are hours away. <laughs> <laughs> I have to 
to plan this stuff months in advance and like look at the surrounding states. As much as I love my state, there's not much partying going on around no. here. <laughs> <laughs> what concerts so, do you have lined up to see? I'm going to go see Daftones. I'm going to see the, the Slipknot one. I'm not 100% sure because there's one coming up where it's Slipknot and I believe Shine Down. Like it's a festival. Yeah. I forget what it's called. So I'm looking at that one. Or do I just go to just strictly a Slipknot concert? That's what I'm trying to decide. Yeah. There's a Clutch one. I don't know if you like Clutch. No. I've but, never heard of them. Um, oh, they're good. Okay. And Cold. Uh, they're coming up. I'm thinking about, I think there's a Seether one. So, yeah, but those are my main ones that I'm looking yep. at. I know I'm going to go to the Deftones one, though. I yeah. love Deftones. And then we were talking earlier about Nine Inch Nails is on yes. the list to see. but Yeah, in September. Yep. Now, have you ever heard of Ministry? No. Oh, that's an old school sort of metal alternative band that is really, is really good. Oh, I'll have to look them up. That's yeah, I would highly recommend that one. If you like Nine Inch Nails, you might like some of Ministry. Oh, okay. Yeah, Stigmata and Jesus Built My Hot Rod. Yeah, it's a great title. It's like um, what is it? It's Pussifer that has some interesting (laughs) names for their songs, and it's like you look over to see what's playing on the radio. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, that's Pussifer. We expect that. <laughs> They're weird. So anymore, I shouldn't be surprised when someone yeah. tells me you should listen to this song <laughs> with a weird title. Yeah. Uh, well, we made it to the end. And who would you like to uh, call out that we should reach out to and get on the podcast next? Naturally, I got to suggest my girl Rain Cloud Puffs. Okay. Because she is also. Uh, one of the newest uh, evasion casters as well. Oh, okay. she was yeah. She was chosen basically at the same time as I was. Yeah. So she's now a part of evasion. She is a kick-ass woman Tarkov player. Like she's amazing and she's very entertaining. And I think you'll really really like her having All her right. on too. She's but that would be my now. suggestion. There we go. All right. We'll have to you know you have to twist her arm and, and you know get her to come on then. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh what? Oh you. Oh, is it okay if I tell her? Absolutely. Everyone's going to oh, see okay, this. Okay. Yeah, tell her that. Hey, you okay. know, I, you, I called you out. You know, you got to step it up. <laughs> Wait, did someone call out that I should do it here today? No, I just found you on one of the Twitch streams or something like that, and it's like, oh, that's, okay. just reached out and said, hey. You want to hop on the podcast? Oh, well, shoot. Well, thank yeah. you. I You're hope welcome. I didn't like let you down or anything. God, no. I, um... This is fantastic. Well, after the evasion casting yesterday, I just went outside and cried because I was like, I don't know if I let evasion down or not. So I'm like probably going to do the same thing after this. <laughs> like overthink and overanalyze. Did I let him down? <laughs> no, not at all. This has been very entertaining. I loved having you on. And if you ever want to come okay. back again, you've always got a, a open invitation. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah. I would actually like to maybe sometime next wipe to yep. give you a little Timmy update on oh, how things absolutely. are going. If you'd be down for that. Yeah. That'd be we'll, fun. we'll get you and rain cloud on at the same time. Dude. How much? That'd be fun- such a fun shit show. Do Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll plan that next wipe. We'll get both of you on at the same time and, and, you know, compare uh Tarkov, uh, you know, progress. 
Okay, yeah, that'd be <laughs> fun. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was a blast. Yeah, I love doing this kind of stuff. It's just, I don't know, sitting here and just talking. Yeah, well, it's a great game. It's a great community. We got so many good people here, and it's. I'm. I'm so glad uh, you agreed to come on, and it's. It's been awesome having you. Oh well, thank you. I appreciate it. I love this community. I love the game, and it's just. I don't know. Just feels like home. Ah, uh, thank you. <laughs>